There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome back to P.S. I Hate This Movie, a podcast where we will take a realistic look into the unrealistic world of romantic comedies. I'm your host, Sarah Hunt, and I'm joined as always. And my name is James Petragallo. Thank you so much for being with us today. Woohoo! And we have a treat for you. We are going to be looking into, I know you're so excited, James, Ugh. 27 Dresses! Oh my Yay! God. Wow. It was like 27 kicks to the throat. Is well, what it, it was felt an like hour today. and 51 minutes. Whew. <laughs> wow. And that was, it felt every bit of an hour and 51 minutes. It was thoroughly punishing. Yeah. I'll call it thoroughly punishing. Yeah. In certain countries, people are sentenced to watch this kind of material. They're, I feel like they are. Sentenced. Yeah. No, it was absolutely horrible. Uh, horrible, terrible. That's, no, horrible. It was horrible and terrible. You're you're right. Don't sell yourself short on that it's, one. I was me. I was very apt in saying that. Um, so, Twenty Seven Dresses. It was made in two thousand eight, starring my girl Catherine Heigl my and James Marsden. Explain this for us, because wow. Oh no, I totally will. But here's a fun yeah. fact for you, because I've I've decided that I kind of want to start out with a fun fact every okay. episode about well, let's how do it. about something of. What, either what inspires the movie or whatever. So you'll love this. The wardrobe department reported that the initial designs for all of the dresses looked too good on Katherine Heigl because of her figure and that they were hard-pressed to design bridesmaids' dresses that would look bad on her. Okay. <clears throat> what, a, what a wonderful problem to have. Uh, interesting. Yeah, that's, I'm that's... five foot one, and so like pretty much nothing looks good on me, like especially not dresses, so... What a nice problem to have, Katherine Heigl. I cannot find a dress that looks good on me. I can't. Well, I can't find one. I'm it, telling you. Nor cha-cha heels. No. Okay, so James, here we go. We're going to have the 90-second recap. Um, so we start out with Katherine Heigl, a.k.a. Jane Nichols, which I thought that was hilarious that her name is Jane, plain Jane. Anyway, um, she has been a bridesmaid for 27 weddings, and one particular evening she is attending two weddings at the same time. She meets James Marsden, who appears to be fascinated by her behavior. Meanwhile, she seems to be disgusted that he's so cynical about weddings. She left her planner in a cab that she shared with him. And meanwhile, Jane's sister arrives from Europe and falls madly in love with Jane's boss. Now, here's the twist. Jane is also in love with her boss, and she has to plan her sister and her boss's wedding. She meets James Marsden again because her sister wants him to write a piece on their wedding. James Marsden wants to write a piece about Jane in the paper because of the planner that he found and that she has 27 bridesmaids' dresses. And uh, Marsden and Heigl end up hooking up. She finds out about the story that Marsden writes and Heigl's everyone. Hi, explain what heigling is to someone. I'm, go- I'm going to. Because pe- many people get heigled. Well, and Christmas, actually, you but... know what? I really feel like heigling explains itself. And it'll only be explained through the movie. So heigling someone is when heigl gets an attitude and gives you the what for. 
Exactly. It's basically uh, her version of waterboarding. Yeah. Is what I would call yeah. it. It's, it's, it's the And there's, there's many Heigl's to be had in Oof, this movie. And uh, I think that the, the biggest receivers of Heigl's was me and you, I think. Uh, the, the viewing public in general. Yeah, we no, got Heigl's. No, yes, we, we didn't pay for it. There's people that went and paid money and sat in the theater and That's watched true. That. That's they're very the true, true. Heigl. Yeah, people. they're yes. the ones that truly got Heigl's. They're the Heigl's. Yeah. Like nobody's business. <clears throat> so the beginning of the movie, it starts out with the infamous voiceover on the credits. Of it's, course. You know, it's uh, Catherine Heigl telling you about the woes of her childhood, um, <clears throat> you know, that she practically had to raise her little sister and whatever. What I thought was hilarious was she's talking about how Mozart created his first masterpiece by the age of five. Mm-hmm. Picasso created, you know, started painting at the age of nine. And Tiger Woods was swinging golf clubs by his second birthday. And then she's eight and she finds her purpose in life. Yes, to facilitate, what, to be a codependent weirdo at weddings, apparently. That's what I was wondering. Like, I don't understand her deal. And I don't understand, I have to ask you right away about <laughs> okay. this wedding obsession that... Oh, I have no idea. I'm not the, a good person to talk But to. You, you know women and you're, you, you've talked to them and you've spoken with them and you were a bridesmaid at a, at a wedding just a couple a year and a half ago, if I recall. Yes. I recall seeing that. That's the so, last wedding that I will be in, everyone. So, Melanie, I'm sorry. I love you, and your wedding was beautiful. But everyone else, not being in your wedding. I, I, I have made it this far in my life. I am proud of this without ever being asked to participate in a wedding. I see that as a, as a real testament to my policy of, you know... I guess. Keeping, keeping your distance. I love that so much. Yeah, but she, so, because my question was, is her purpose in life to attend weddings? Because what happens is, is she's a little kid and she... She's just obsessed with them. It she doesn't walks matter. in and like this, the, the bride that, you know, when she's like a little kid, the bride, I don't her, it's her cousin or whatever. Who knows? She's like, ah, oh, shit, my wedding dress ripped. And so she fixes it with her little sister's like ribbon in her hair. But it's like, so she's a fashion designer I don't know. I, anyway, it, it, and does it start that young? Are there girl? Are there women who, at eight years old, were obsessed with weddings and being married? I guess and, so. Who? Who? I guess. I don't want these, those are scary people. I don't know. I opinion. never. Here's the deal. When I was a little girl, I never romanticized about a wedding or anything like that. I always wanted to be a business lady. I, so I would like pretend to answer the phone and just say, "Just sign the papers," and then hang up. Well, so I don't really know what that is. Either way, the opening scene is basically there to drive off any men that may be in a vicinity. Well, of obviously, it's, it's, it's like not. A, it's like a, it's like taking a torch to a pack of wolves. There's right. Sc- that's any man that's sitting around like, holy shit, this is not for me. There's soft. There's like piano music, and it looks very looks very soft. It looks like a Hallmark movie. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it it's, does. It's really weird, man. It's I, I I wanted to get up and run. All every instinct in my body said, get out of here now. And I said, no, oh, no, no. I have to persevere. No, we have to so, do this. So I'm not sure. I, I thought that I made this connection. Heigl is an assistant in real life. Okay, right? To that guy. But she's also... In, this, an ass- in real life? Are we talking movie real life? Oh, no, no, no. I'm life, sorry. So Catherine Heigl's character is an assistant in real life. Mm. <clears throat> so Jane is an assistant in real life. Yes. We find Jane, out. Okay. But what I thought was funny is that she's also an assistant to her dad because her mom died. And we see that he yeah. needs help because he clearly can't put up... His little sister, her little sister's hair, or take her to the bathroom. So she's like, you know, she's he owns a hardware store. How would he know how to do that? Well, yeah, you know, he's a very like a bumbling like bad character. That but what I thought was funny is that this, but I guess this movie is supposed to be empowering for women. But the whole time I was getting so mad because Heigl's such a pushover friend. In the beginning, she's getting fitted for the wedding dress for her fucking friend. 
I'd be like, fuck you, bitch. I know that you're busy today, but that you wanted to get married, so get off and fucking... She's like, oh, I'm so happy we're the same size. What? You're not the same. No one's the same exact size anyway, <clears throat> too. It's, uh, I know wedding dresses are very particular of how they fit you right. and shit like that. And, but what I thought was really funny was that she ends up being like Jennifer Lopez in The Wedding Planner, except for she's not getting paid. She has I to thought, pay for all these. I thought she was a wedding planner in the beginning of the movie. That That's the thing. Not sense. when she was a child. When she's an adult... Like the first few minutes, I thought she's a wedding planner. I'm like, oh, okay, she's got to go. She's got to hook all yeah, this no, wedding shit up. I really thought that's what it, that's what it was. But no, no, no. But who knows that many people? Okay, I don't. I don't yeah. have 27 friends like that. I would go attend whose weddings I would attend. No less that I would be close enough. But that she they wants would, to. She's hoping that they would come to her wedding and stand by her side. That I would. Yeah, but she needs. Oh my God! Do you think it's because her mom died? She needs I don't love. Know. But what I'm really curious about is how much money does she make as an assistant? Unlimited. Every character in every movie in this, they're all, they all have unlimited money. No one ever goes, well, I, shit, I'm not putting that on my credit card. Like, I don't want to. Yeah. Like, it's unlimited. She's got a huge apartment in New York City with a closet that can accommodate 27 giant puppy dresses. Ridiculous. She's yeah. got way too much money. But because I was wondering because she, number one, she's attending two weddings that first night. But then she gives the cab driver $300. To like, you know, take them, take her back. Yeah, and take forth. her back and forth to the thing. And here's one thing: How did no one notice that like the tallest bridesmaid was missing at either of those weddings? The, uh, another thing too. Not only that too. She's not being nice by attending both weddings. That's not the. Th- she's actually like doing both brides a disservice by not being there for half the goddamn time. And not not only that, but also the travel in between. Yeah, that's not a nice thing to do to get to both. That's like, hey. You exactly. Never, if you weren't going to stay the whole time, don't even bother. And the cabbie, $300, you forgot to mention that she's changing in the back of the car. And she tells the cabbie every time he takes a peek in the mirror, I guess, to see some nude Heigl. It, it's, nude Heigl. It's $20 off. Well, so, yeah. And he looks twice, and she says at one point, you're down to 260 But So at this point, she's just a prostitute. She's just a stripper well, at least. Look at, you don't want to spoil the merchandise. But she's not saying, like, if you do that, I'm getting out of the car, and I don't want to do this. She's discounting $20. So basically what she's saying, it's 20 bucks a gander. I, I'll take my shirt off, and I'll let <laughs> this stranger look at it, but it's going to cost you $20. Like, <laughs> when did Heigl turn into that? Well, you, So now she's a wedding planner and a stripper. I, this is, she's, I guess, yeah, because you don't want to look at the merchandise oof, you know, without God. paying for it. Did you mention Kitty yet? No, I have not mentioned Kitty yet. Kitty's in the picture. Yeah, I know Kitty is in the picture. Kitty from Arrested Development is in here. I, I, I have so many, like... Why does Kitty always have to be so vulgar and such a monster in every movie where she's like, I'm going to hook up with all the groomsmen and blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't know. But she's, I guess she's like that in Arrested Development, too. Yeah, she's... Spring break! Woo! Yeah, she takes her top off. Yeah, she's very, uh, she's very aggressively, like, kind of over, over-sexualized always, yeah. I guess, as a way, because it, does, it goes against what she kind of looks like, I think. Yeah. She doesn't really look like a, like a real sex sexed up kind of woman really I don't know how to judge that but she to me anyway she doesn't come across like that and her character's like yeah I'm gonna get every every groomsman in here and have them tag team me and you're like oh what's going on yeah ew Um, and then I wanted to I wanted to talk about one of these weird like traditions that girls do you know we always go to the bathroom together like I was just really grossed out by the going like She's like holding up her friend's dress as she's drunk and peeing. I didn't. I didn't appreciate the audible pee in the toilet too while they're talking. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I think my grandmother had a good time, and you just hear the peeing, and you're like, well, that's not really comfortable. I don't care for that. 
It's yeah. weird. At least when guys are in the urinals peeing and they show it in a in a in a movie, they're not looking. They're, the pee is it could be not. They're pretending like it's not even happening. They're just totally detached. Here, she's holding her dress up. Yeah. Probably feeling the warmth coming out of the bowl, and, and it doesn't Well, I mean, matter. granted, she does it's look hard. very uncomfortable when she, and she's like, yeah, hurry up. But I mean, like... The person peeing's not uncomfortable. That's what, that's what freaks me out. Yeah, so the, the thing that's really funny is that she's that close of friends with 27 people that she would, like, go and facilitate their peeing. I, I, that's like I said, disturbing. I don't have 27 people who I speak to. Every month, I don't yeah, think. Yeah, it's true. So it's, I don't understand. Um, I, I, once again, I think that the cab driver had the best part in the movie. Uh, so she's off to one of the weddings, and he's like, hey, you have the wrong shoes. And then he just starts throwing the right shoes at her, and he's just whipping them at her. Yes. And I thought that was great. Like he gives a shit about the shoes. Yeah. That's one of those where I'm like, Well, he just wanted the 260 bucks. Well, he was getting it either way. He didn't have to give a shit about her shoes. That's that was, true. Oh, that made me angry. That was contrived. Like, hey, the cab driver's going to catch. Hey, we'll write that in. That'll be funny. That was like, ugh. Yeah. Stop. <clears throat> Stop. The cab driver wouldn't give a shit. In, rea- in reality, the cab driver would be a Pakistani <clears throat> man who would tell her, put clothes on in car or else I drop you off. And that would be it. Yeah. He would dump her off if she would get yeah. naked in the back of the car. It wouldn't happen. Yeah, and I'm getting really, I'm getting really perturbed about that. All of her friends are assholes, so it's not even like they're taking advantage of her niceness. Because like, what you were saying, it's like, you know, she's overworking herself. Why couldn't she just say, you know, I already got a wedding that night. I'm sorry, I'm not going to be able to. Every, every. I guess to show that she's spreading herself. Don't you understand though? Every woman, <laughs> in every part, in every one of these movies, is a horrible person. That's, That's very how true. it works. They're yeah. all terrible, terrible people. Ter- the men are terrible people too. They're all terrible. It's a bunch of terrible people that we're supposed to feel and hope we're supposed to want them to to end up together. I don't yeah, know why. Yeah, love always wins. I don't know why. While Heigl's going back and forth in between weddings, we meet our leading guy. We meet James Marsden. Um, you put that in quotes. Lead, you can't say leading man James Marsden and have it not in quotes. Well, leading no, because, man is in quotes James yeah, Marsden. Because James Marsden is always the, the afterthought guy. He's the guy, okay, so like it's, yeah. it's you know, the, the leading lady's always in love with like a badass guy who's just misunderstood like a, like a, a Ryan Goose baby or like... Um, yeah. You know, whatever. And then they're just like, well, you know, he has a pulse and he's good enough. But then they figure they always break off their engagement with Marsden to go back with Goose Baby. But that's that. Well, yeah, this Marsden is our quote leading man, loose, yeah. air, loosest air quotes I can possibly have. Uh, he is not her love interest at the time, of course. No, no, no. She's, she's disgusted by him. We by have the way, not introduced him yet. No, I can't uh, wait. And by the way, everyone, uh, Ryan Goose Baby is Ryan Gosling. I just really love the fact that his last name is a Goose Baby. Interesting. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so they have that little angry back and forth thing <laughs> with with Marsden, yeah. um, where she's like disgusted by how cynical he is. And then she leaves her planner in the car. Now, what I think is funny is that Marsden immediately opens it up and is snooping through all of her shit. He even vandalizes on it. Explain planner to people, because there might be some people who are going, what the fuck is a planner? I have a phone. (laughs) Explain planner to people under about 22. A planner is an actual... (laughs) It's like a notebook. It's a leather-bound notebook where it has days, like so from January 1... To December thirty one. It's a physical calendar. It's a physical calendar. <laughs> it's a piece of paper. In. You write on it. And you can account for your time at seven o'clock p.m. I will be here, or I have to do this doctor's appointment on this day. There's nowhere to put a USB 
cable yeah, into it. Yeah, there's no it's USB. Really you can't set up reminders. Siri or Alexa will not tell you what is on your schedule. She has a well-worn planner with post-it notes sticking out of it and, and stuff pictures and of, pictures from wedding and, magazines and, yeah. and whatever. Um, but I just thought it was funny that he's happy to go through her planner, but yet McConaughey, you know, won't even go through a fucking purse. Like the, the planner has much more personal information and you know, personal yeah, things in there. We want to know the, the personal purse. information. We just don't want to find <laughs> creams that handle weird maladies you may have south of the border. That's yeah. what we don't want to deal with. And the planner, that's not going to happen. The purse, anything could be in there. Anything. Yeah, I guess you're right. We yeah. have no idea. We, you know. Um, you could have a dildo in there for all we know. That's the I problem. I would hope that no one's carrying that around. Hey, you never know. It's a modern world. Well, I, I do know that if you have a dildo, not that I do, but in your purse, that's probably that's probably a better intimidation thing if somebody jumps you. You can just pull out your dildo and just shake it at them. Because what, yeah, like, hey. what would your assailant do? It would at least <laughs> give you, you a, <laughs> a second of confusion. There'd yeah, be a moment could, of confusion where they'd be like, huh? And then you can you run. you get like your pepper spray yeah, or Yeah, where they'd or something be like, like what the fuck? They'd All take right. a step back. So like, are we saying, okay, yeah, ladies, let's start carrying dildos in our purse now. I like how she concusses herself the at the wedding, by the way. Oh, like yeah, that. she concussed herself. She loses <clears throat> consciousness from a blow to the head. And knowing what we know about head injuries nowadays, this is not a minor thing. Marsden comes in, not a doctor at all. Of course, not. But he's like diagnosing he goes, her. She's fine. Little bump on the head gets her up and moves her around. Move her around. Could she could have a horrible head injury? You never know. She should probably check that. Oh my god, that would explain out. a lot about the movie then. If she has a head injury again, a woman with a head injury, <laughs> something wrong with her. There's an, a poor woman who needs medical attention, and everyone around her ignoring it and treating it her as if she's perfectly fine. This yeah. is not right to these women. I feel no. bad for them. Um, so we meet, we're, we start to hang out with Marsden a little bit, and we see um, that he works with Jonathan from 30 Rock. What's his cardboard cutout job? Cool job. Come on, what's Marsden's job? He's a cool guy. He's what's a he cool do? Guy. He's a writer. He's a writer. He's a writer. Well, no, he's not has a cool guy thing. He's a writer at the New York Journal, which Still. is probably the New York Times, and he writes for the wedding section. What do you do? I'm a writer. Which we Sounds also good. find cool, be- we also find funny because Heigl is this obsessed with weddings that she is excited and looks forward to the wedding section of the newspaper. Like, it's like, okay, we get it. She likes weddings. Man, that section comes with a cat. (laughs) Just comes with a cat. There's a cat under with that section under its arm when you buy it. You go, here you go. Yeah. Yeah. In a robe. Um, So we meet Jonathan from 30 Rock, and he's like all jealous of Marsden. He's like, oh, how are you not plowing everybody at these weddings? But what's so funny is that since Jonathan from 30 Rock, Malik Pancholi, Mm. is so obsessed with Jack Donaghy and 30 Rock that I just can't see him as having any sexual prowess. No. So he's like, oh, how come you're not plowing all these people? And here I am thinking, I'm just, in my head, I'm having him sing, you and I, to Alec Baldwin. Well, for that matter, Marsden is... Liz Lemon's boyfriend from 30. If you haven't yeah. watched 30 Rock, these jokes are going to completely go by you. Watch 30 Rock. Don't watch 30 Rock anyway, but still, it's the, 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 half the cast is from 30 Rock, and it's very uh, irritating. Yeah. Because you want them to be, you know, funny like they are in that <laughs> show, rather than terrible and ir- irritating like they are in this show. Yeah. Um, what I thought was really fun also was that we, you know, we meet the love interest finally. We meet George. Oh, God. George, yeah. And here's the funny thing, is that I've watched this movie several times, but I don't actually know what George does. No, he owns... Did you pick up on that? From what I understand, he's George. First of all, let's get George's like... Is he a Baldwin? 
No. Is he like a low-level no. Baldwin? He does seem very low-rent Baldwin. He's like a cousin, like a cousin, a Baldwin cousin. Not like a first cousin, not like his mom's sister's son, like a second Baldwin cousin. Yeah. Like, he's like Cousin Eddie, yeah. Cousin Eddie Baldwin. I can totally see that. He's Cousin Eddie Baldwin for the rest of this thing. he's got that raspy voice where he's like, oh. yeah, I'm just, uh, I went hiking. And, uh, I want him to have a lozenge so bad. But he runs an environmentally... Sa- all they keep okay. talking about how this in- this company helps the environment. I, that's that's all we know. Okay. Cardboard cutout job. Environmentally safe company. And he's owner, got a dog. Writer and yeah. executive for McConaughey. These are the three cardboard cutouts. Yeah, it's very true. It's terrible. But yeah. what I thought was fun. I, I I thank you for clearing that up because I just could not. And he apparently that out. pays his assistants a fortune. They get to live in huge apartments, drive taxis all over, paying drivers three hundred dollars. Yeah. They're living in a pre-Uber environment, people. Yeah. This is not anything, you know. This is expensive to be driving around. And what's funny too is that that you that you mentioned that the cardboard cutout thing, because he's like Mister Environmentally Friendly. Oh, oh, and when Kitty slaps her, oh, I love Heigl, that. Oh, Kitty, it's my favorite. Kitty thing totally heigled, heigled. Oh, she heigled oh, the heigled. Did we mention how Kitty's a complete whore in this movie? Yeah, yes, we, we talked did. about she's a monster. She, okay, yeah, yeah, she's very skanky. Because she shows up to work and she's wearing, like, somebody from the wedding's outfit. Yeah, yeah. Because she's wearing, like, and then Heigl's like, you know, oh, no shame for Kitty. She's like, yeah, I banged some dude. When Kitty slaps her, <clears throat> I oh. was like, yeah, oh. I said, maybe this movie isn't so bad. Yeah, maybe I thought I it was going to be great. This, it had so. potential. Um, once but, a scene, if someone just, if this kitty came in and just popped Heigl right in the grill, once a scene, or Marsden or any of them, honestly, but, Eddie, cousin Eddie Baldwin, I don't care. Yeah, if she could Heigl everybody, that'd be great. But what this scene does is it shows you the patheticness of Heigl and how in love with her boss she is, that she gives him a burrito, and he's like, oh, did you put that burrito on my desk? She's like, I no, thought no. you might be hungry. He said, did you, uh, you put that burrito on my desk? <laughs> Clear your throat. Did you put that burrito? That's really thoughtful of you. Okay. And, then and he he's like, that's why head. I love you. Yeah, that's why I love you. He talks like macho man Randy Savage with a sore throat. That's what it would be oh like. Oh, my just God. Like, he totally does. You. Let me ask you something. Yeah. I got to run an environmentally sound operation here. Yeah, and then um, she, like, so that she could see flowers on her desk. Mm. And it has no name on it. And so she automatically assumes it's from him. And he's like, oh, did you get that thing on my desk? Is that Okay. And it's like you, so you assume it's the flowers. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. But no. So, but alas. it is not. Um, so then we it's Heigl. More work. Yeah, Heigl is such a nice person, and you know, Kitty also tells her that because Kitty, you know, uh, Heigl has to go pick up her sister from the airport, and she's like, you know, they have these things called cabs, and you know, Lincoln Town cars that can pick up your sister, and then she's like, no, she's my baby sister. Like I have to go pick her up, and. <laughs> And then, so she goes there, and the sister walks out, and um, she somehow got some poor mook on the plane to carry her luggage for her. And she looks back at him like he's just, like he's a luggage guy. Yeah, and he's like winking, like, like, yeah, check it out. Yeah. Why did Heigl tell her what parking spot she was in? I have no idea. I don't get, I don't get why Heigl does anything in any of these movies, especially this one. Her motives are beyond my comprehension here. I really don't know. Um, they go to Heigl's work party. So Heigl's got like a company party that she's got to go to. Takes and the sister the with. The sister shows up. What fucking color dress was that? It looked like jaundice with sequins. Oh, she looked, I have a note on that and how actually. how short was that? I have a note. It's, it looks like sparkly lingerie, I wrote. Yeah, it looks it like, like, like one of those little thing, like a lingerie that someone who wouldn't be very comfortable would wear, and then it's sparkly for some reason. She yeah. wore that out in public. I don't it know why. It looked heavy, and it looked like she had jaundice, and I was not into it. 
I, I, I don't get the whole thing. Why is Marsden so into Heigl? Because he's fascinated by how organized and neurotic she is. I get it. And I guess the wedding thing makes sort of sense. It's because he wants a smart girl and she's so misunderstood. She's always going after the wrong guy. Yeah, maybe it's more for the story than anything else in the beginning, I guess. But So we have the meet cute in between the sister and low rent Baldwin, Eddie Baldwin. Have we discussed one moment before? I'm sorry. No, no, no. What a bitch the sister is. Oh, no, no, no. We're getting into that. Right when she walks into Heigl's apartment before they go to the work party. Oh, yeah. She's like, this place is so so tiny and cute and blah, blah, blah. It's like, bitch, this is New York City. This place is like fucking 1,300 square feet. This place costs more than half of Pittsburgh. Fuck you. Yeah. She should have put her in a headlock, dropped her to the fucking ground right there. I would have loved that. Heigl that bitch good. Get her. I would have yeah. liked that a lot. That, I, oh, yeah. Seen. If everybody had Heigl'd Heigl in this movie, I would have... I wanted Heigl to take the sister down at that point. I don't know why I want these women to fight constantly right now. I remember Well, because they're movie. maddening, because they're not real people. No, that's the thing. Yeah, they're not... Yeah. yeah they're... But, so, the sister is this much of an asshole, because we have the meet cute between the blondie, because the sister is blonde, and I'm just going to call her blondie from here on out. Go ahead. Blondie and low-rent Baldwin, <clears throat> all right? And Lorette Baldwin is like bragging about what an, how much he takes advantage of Heigl. Like he's bragging. He is. Because he he's like, well, you know, I even gave her my dry cleaning receipts today. And it's like, fuck you, you ever, dude. You ever seen Roots? No. It's, it's kind of like Roots when the slave owners were bragging about how much productivity they get out of the slaves. Like that's oh, what yeah, it sounded that's true. like. It's, it's not, not good, but, I don't I think. But I mean, like. Not nice. No, it's not nice because he's like bragging about like what an asshole he is to her, and he's like, yeah, like, but you know, I'm just so cavalier about it. I'm a cool guy. By the way, in Roots, it was really odd to see Mr. Brady be a slave owner. I don't know why, but I never oh, yeah, pictured that him would to be, be really unsavory. It, it was odd. He was yeah. a, he was a slave owner. It was very creepy no. and weird, and I, I wasn't I'm okay with that, that as a child. I was like, is that Mr. Brady? I'm not. This is no good. That's <laughs> the most dis- sadly I'm a man named Brady. <laughs> how sh- you know, as a child not knowing much, that was the most disturbing thing about the movie. Was like, yeah. well, he shouldn't be doing that no. of everybody. Jesus. No. Um, but one thing that I, I, I started, you know, thinking about during this scene in particular, is this movie a comedy? I not, I, I hope not. Because I, severe, Heigl, I, I doubt it. Heigl plays it so serious. Like yeah. she's like, she takes it so seriously, but yet she tries to have a sense of humor and she goes out cause she's pissed off because now the two are hitting it off yeah. and she's screaming motherfucker. And the whole time that, and she's dressed like a gladiator in that scene, by the way. And the whole time I'm like, is this supposed to be funny? Because it's trying to be really funny. I feel like all Heigl does, she plays everything really seriously, which most of the time in comedy when an actor plays it straight like that, it's really good. You You let the situation dictate the comedy and you play like a real person. But in a situation like this where everything else is so ridiculous, yeah. it's just... It's it's silly. It doesn't work at all no. like that. And then she basically plays it dead serious and then has moments of like slapstick Yeah, because she does that, sarca- like that sarcastic she, comment about how she's like, oh, you're sure you don't want to go to my really cool work party? Yeah, she falls down several times in the movie. Just yeah. straight falls down and does like weird physical gags where you're like, it's just, it's an odd balance really of a performance. It's very strange. It's not her fault even. She's I, like Daniel Day-Lewis trying to be the Three Stooges. Yeah, that's a really good way of putting it. Yeah, that's perfect. Because he's a method actor. <laughs> and then, yeah. yeah. No, it, it's really odd and I'm not sure that it's, I'm not ready to blame her for this completely. No, I'm, I'm, I'm really not. Well, but, I'm always ready to blame her for something, but not this in particular. a lot of blame to go around yeah. here for this one. But it really is. What I think is funny is that the boss keeps wanting to, inc- uh, sorry, it's a low-rent Baldwin 
keeps trying to include Cousin Heigl. Eddie. Yeah. Cousin Eddie he Baldwin. keeps trying to to include Heigl in on this weird like date thing that he's like, you know, he's like, you want to yeah. come dancing with us? Really And then weird. Blondie's an asshole because she looks at him and she looks at Heigl and she's shaking her head and she's like, yeah. no. Yeah. And then they go off and go dancing and she's like, thanks, I love you. And it's like, fuck you. You just got here. I picked your ass up Ugh. from the airport. We were parked in P9, you stupid twat. Now, and, yeah. Yeah, you're going to hang out with me, you dumb bitch. Put on your sparkly nighty and now you're yeah. out of the Yeah, go now looking out like smart. you got jaundice and Ugh. go hanging out with Low Rent Baldwin. Oh, that was a really, that's an angry thing that I just did there. Yeah, you um, know what? Let it ride. This movie, but, this movie will bring it out of anybody. I'm yeah, it really right does. Now. It really does. You can get the calmest, nicest, Buddhist person in the world, yep. and you show them this movie, and they'll be like, you, you know what? Fuck this movie. Fuck her. Fuck her. I fuck got Heigl right in the fucking face, is, and everybody needs to pay for it. Is he a Baldwin? He's not a Baldwin. <laughs> as he know? It's terrible. Um, but what's funny is that Heigl wakes up because she's you know waiting up for her sister to come home, and Heigl wakes up at like 3 o'clock in the morning, and she starts cleaning. That conversation that she's had while she, well, she's cleaning, well, she's like, oh, did you have a nice time with George? That's weird. You talked about me the whole time. I've had one of those before. In my oh, my. Head. Yeah. Wow. I think That's every girl has had one of those. The hard, you know what, this movie breakdown. This movie did hit me right in the feels because a lot of, you know, Heigl being ignored and, um, you know, not paid attention to by the, the men that she is pining after, mm-hmm. I really resonate with that because that was me all throughout high school. Like, all the guys that I had a crush on were all really super into my friend, and I was just like, oh, okay, yeah, no, that's cool, no, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want her phone number? Oh, yeah, okay, oh. How many of their weddings did you plan? <clears throat> zero. Oh, good. Yeah, well, zero. You're, you're ahead of Heigl then on this. Yeah, right. I, I win. Um, but what I love is that when Heigl's trying to, and this is one of her comedy moments, she's telling her sister about how wonderful Eddie Baldwin is, right? And she's like, he's so great. And then all of a sudden she's like, oh, no, he's got some flaws because he hates cashews. What? Yeah, that was just stupid. Uh, that's as writing. creative as you fucking get, Heigl. Like, Ugh. that's it? I feel like that was it. It was the end of the night, and they needed to finish the scene. There was, like, a rewrite, and they were like, you know, it's just fuck. Who gives a fuck? You know what? Who cares anymore? Yeah, just, seriously. Yeah, that's what's wrong with it. He doesn't like cashews. That, whatever. Fine. He, she tried. And then they move on. Yeah. Everybody had to go home. So the sister wants to make sure it's okay with Heigl that she's going out with, with uh, Baldwin here. And so she's like, okay, good, good, because we're going to lunch tomorrow. And so we have this fun meet, which I know you loved, where they went to the um, his little brother's baseball game. Oh, Pedro? Because not only is he a great Pedro. guy who's environmentally friendly, he also has adopted a little brother from the little, big brother, little, little big o- brother, little brother thing. Not only a little brother, a little minority brother. That's yep, how great yep, he is. See him? Pedro. Just so you know, he's not like Italian or anything. Yeah, no, he's He's Pedro. a real honest-to-goodness Puerto Rican or some shit. I don't fucking know. But look how good of a guy I am. I'm going to take the little Puerto Rican to play baseball. That's 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 how they had... That's how white this movie is yeah. also. They were well, like, they had to well, name him Pedro. Guy. And then everyone will like him because he's helping a minority. It was just the silliest, dumbest shit I've ever seen in my life. Nice of him to help Pedro. Well, don't get me wrong. What I think is awesome is that... So, you know, they're going on... And, and the sister is such a bitch that... She she is like, she finds out that he's a vegetarian and she's like, oh yeah, I'm a vegetarian. I love hiking. I love animals. Like she's basically 
manipulating him into you know falling well, in love with her. We find out she's a publicist, so she's born and made of lies anyway. So it doesn't matter. She's Ooh. she's tell us how you really feel she's, about publicists. She's complete. Wow! Oh, wow! Just a complete waste of spit. A publicist is like a guy. Like if if somebody wanted to buy drugs and they were like, "Hey, do you know where I can find drugs?" and the guy was like, "Yeah, I'll get it for you, but I want you know a chunk of it too." That's a publicist, yeah, of course, a completely useless person who clogs the way of commerce and everything else in the world just to stick their own bullshit in and make ten percent off of it. You fucking worthless asshole bloodsuckers. Okay, but what I so think, Pedro. Is, yeah, what I think is funny is that so the boss, Laurent Baldwin, wants Heigl to go to the game. And so they're all three talking, and Heigl's trying to, like, out her sister for not being that way. Yeah, yeah, like, gently. Yeah. Yeah. But, whatever, and then it turns into that they're going back and forth with each other, like, that's not really how you are, because, you know. I love uh, when they're at the baseball game, Pedro's baseball game there. Uh-huh. Yeah, there's the hot dog thing. Yeah. Where he- yeah, like you were saying, Heigl's like, yeah, you want a chili dog, don't you? And she's like, no, only if it's tofu with meatless chili. You know, yeah. trying to play the vegan. I love they're sitting there, and at one point he says, they're watching the kids, and Pedro's looking back, like, waving in the field, and the three of them are sitting there. And, and uh, little Red Baldwin <laughs> turns to the girls, and he says, I'm going to go shag some flies with Pedro. <laughs> And I so want the name of the movie to be Shagging Flies with Pedro. That's, <laughs> that should be the name of this fucking movie, not and 27 If it's not dresses. the name of this movie, then we need to commission that movie. We need to get someone to make Shagging Flies with Pedro. It sounds like a mid-90s independent that film. That is amazing, and I want a movie called that. It sounds like a mid-90s independent film <laughs> that like follows around a 12-year-old boy as he, you know, whatever, has a struggle yeah. with some bullshit. Who cares? Oh, man. What about the dad? Have we talked about Hardware No, dad? so the dad. So Heiko brings the... Heigl brings the sister to go see the dad. Oh, I love then the dad. Then the dad works at a hardware store, and he's, like, bragging about... Well, he owns the hardware store. Well, he store. owns the hardware store and probably lives atop the Could hardware store. Can we discuss store. the hardware store? But he closed it down to make them pancakes. It was still light outside. Yeah. When he closed down, Those number one. business hours. Those were... And this play... It, what year is it that he's... It's seen, like, 1973. This hardware store is tiny. It's yeah. not like a, it's not like an, even like an Ace hardware that you go into nowadays, no. or like a Home Depot. It it's was a like mom a, and pop shop, but it's there's, only pop. There's no room for hardware. They don't no. have room for the stock it would take to sell to make a living in this place. No, did you see he has, he had one outlet cover. That's it. Like on, there you go. On the, like the, on we the, have outlet cover. That, and did he, you see it though? Yeah. It was on the pillar. And then when he took a woman outside later, because the girls were talking about something, he said, well, let me show you the new weed whackers. And he showed... They're outside. He doesn't even have room to put them inside. He's got them out on the sidewalk. Just I just lay them out there, and who knows? Because it was a, like a, a drive-up place. It was. It was like I don't even know what it was, but I never thought of an outlet cover as that one outlet just cover. One. The one yeah, lone outlet the cover. Beige color. That it wasn't like. beige. It was wood. Oh, that's it rough. It was fake wood, and it was, it was fucking terrible. It, was, also, it seemed like 1973. Does the father have Alzheimer's? I feel I like feel like he does. I feel like he had Alzheimer's, and the ta- he's got it, and the town is just really sweet, and they're nice. They're like, just keep going in there and just buy like an outlet cover yeah. every once in a while, and he'll think everything's fine. Yeah, he'll think everything's yeah, great. Yeah, don't let him know that he's completely but what I, failed. But yeah, exactly. But what I love is that the montage, like, of, you know, them doing stuff, the sister is a total asshole. Oh, but awful. why did they go, why did, did you see when um, the sister and Lo, uh, Blondie and Laurent Baldwin were at the goth wedding and she, like, looked <clears> at them Excuse and, me, Cousin Eddie Baldwin, we're calling Yeah, him, okay, Cousin Eddie, sorry. Cousin Eddie Baldwin and the blonde girl were at the wedding, at the goth wedding. 
Were they like, oh, oh let's that? go watch Plain Jane do all of her favorite hobbies? Yeah, was, was that a mutual friend? How, that, I didn't know why they was, were there. Why were they there? Wedding invitations are hard to come by. Cost money yeah. per head. What are they doing? Yeah. Very that's, weird. I didn't understand why that was a thing. I don't understand. Why does every wedding have a theme, too? What is, what is that? Women like to have a theme. But these are like extreme because themes. The theme, these are no, like, but hey, the our centerpieces like are going to... The theme defines them. It's them. not like, hey, we're going to make our centerpieces a little tropical or something like that. It's, I really, this is a goth wedding, everyone dressed... Or this I, is a cowboy, yeah. like... I really think that a lot of women, when they're planning their weddings, they're like, well, what defines us as a couple? You know, like, I like... Um, but, I don't know. But they're all crazy. Like, how is she friends with a goth, a cowboy, a traditional Dutch, a Hindu, and an Eskimo? All equally. Yeah. Like, she just knows everyone. And a whore, because the L.A. wedding know, where she, she was... Yeah, with the short skirt. She What's basically that short? No, she be, she doesn't work at the United Nations. Where no. does she know all these, all these people from? It's I don't know. Nuts. She, she knows people from all walks of life. But what I love is that um, uh, Cousin Eddie Baldwin wants mm-hmm. to propose to Blondie. Ugh. And so he leaves his wallet at work, right? And Heigl sees it, and she sees where he's going, and she goes there, and the banner drops down, and it says, will you marry me? And, he, and then the music starts, and he's like, oh, bup, 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 bup. she's not the one. She's not the one. He made it a point to say the sentence, she's not the that, one. That it's that like, how much more fucking obvious can it get? I, that, was, uh, that was really weird, too. Like, it was that, weird. I get why they were saying it, but it, it, it's, it's, a, it's a not a natural thing that someone would say. She's not the one. You go, oh, no, no false alarm, guys, false yeah. alarm. Oh, wrong, yeah. wrong girl. That's yeah. what you'd say, wrong person, or, you know, hey, sorry, no, no. It's she's her not sister. the one. It's her sister. This one's or, more devastating. This way's yeah. more devastating. This, yeah. <laughs> this sounds worse to her. This sounds worse to her. <laughs> Never in a million years, guys. Never in a million years. <laughs> Too tall, weird forehead, wall-eyed. I don't know. It's, I don't know. Like, Boobs in the middle of her chest. I don't know what's going on here. Um, what I love is that the banner asks the question, will you marry me? But he still has to do this whole self-indulgent uh, sad story about his parents when he's asking Blondie to marry him. Ugh, and yeah. he's like, you know, my parents did this. and They were married for 40 oh, years. And Jesus. I was wondering. But what's so funny is that they get married in such a short, like they're um, they're getting married in such a short amount of time. Like they're, you know, they're not engaged for yeah, very long. Yeah, that was quick. I feel like it's a green card thing because she was in Europe for so long. Oh, maybe, maybe. I feel like she it's... mooches off of her sister's couch, yeah. and then she's just like, "Oh, awesome! You want to you want to get married?" Yeah, really. I feel like yeah, she's a horrible person. She really yeah. is. She really is a bad person here. She's a she she is a terrible person because. But what I love is that we don't actually see how terrible of a person that she is until the end. Because I would have liked to have seen. Because you would have felt more of that, you know, of that that visceral hate. If we yeah. had seen her, like how she, what we did, because she did well, hire Pedro. How long though were they together? Because they don't say; they just have a montage. It seemed like about like three months. It's just a montage. I don't know how long it was. That's what they do. They start out at the baseball game, shagging yep. flies with Pedro. Yep. There's a montage. At the end of the montage, he's proposing to her. So I mean, that's yeah. holy shit. That's a whirlwind. Or that montage is like a year passing, which is yeah. I like, don't know because I feel like they would have put like a. Thing, I feel like, like they would have later. showed seasons changing. Yeah. Like they would have showed them like at the Rockefeller, you know, lighting of the tree, yeah. Rockefeller Center. But, they would have, well, because in know. the beginning, you know, the, the, she asks like, hey, how long are you going to be here? And she's like, oh, only a couple weeks. 
Yeah. And then now she's like staying there indefinitely. So that's why I feel like it's a short amount of time. That's possible. But yeah. you know, so they're getting they're going to get married in 3 weeks because um, she ends up finding that the venue that her parents got married at um, was available. And what I thought was really weird was that she's like, well, it was either I could get married in 2 years or they had a cancellation because the bride had sex with the blah, 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 blah. They really knew a lot I about that. I do not want to plan my wedding at this venue anymore because I would be horrified that they were spreading everybody else's business. Everybody's personal information everywhere. Yeah. You oh. could just be like, hey, we had a cancellation. Not like, oh boy, the bride really hoarded up. Can I be 100% honest sure. about this? I cannot remember any part of the movie that you're talking about right now. With oh, the when heart. they're at the thing? I, I remember it happening visually. Like a haze? My bra- I was in another planet. I was on another plane yeah. above this, not paying attention to a fucking word of this when this part was actually happening. Yeah. So I apologize to everybody, but it was it's one of those things when like an infant, when there's too much stimulation and they just pass out, they go to sleep. That's kind of <laughs> what I did I in my brain. Like That's my, how I, my, I couldn't take it anymore. But what I love is that so Heigl is is now um, talking to Kitty about, you know, what a bitch her sister is. And, of course, you know, Kitty's always got her back. What I think is funny in all these romantic comedies, there's always a loud argument in a place where it's inappropriate. Oh, yeah. So that the, that the funny girl, like, you know, Kitty, can make a line like, oh, they didn't say there was no talking. Um, yeah. And then they go and they get, they go and they get the wedding cake for Blondie and Eddie Baldwin. She's and, muscling people, too. And she's, yeah. Is she a pushover or is she, like, muscling? She muscles but, a cab driver. She muscles the baker. She doesn't want them to get married. Why doesn't she just say, oh, I don't know what happened. He won't. She can a, use all of her connections to fuck over her sister. She has a head injury. Do you understand? She injured herself. She should herself. have said, like, oh, looks like, you know, he won't do it. I'm sorry. We're going to have to get you some piece of shit cake. There could be an aneurysm in there. We should get her medical attention ASAP. And then she should because then she, she, should, she would have been really pissed off if she found out, like, oh, you got the venue that you wanted in, you know, within three weeks. Like, it would have been fucking on. If it was yeah. me, I'd be like, bye. Yeah, but, but you know, we, this movie was written by people with... I think yeah. there's problems in the characters. I really do. We meet Marsden at the cake shop again Lucky because us. Blondie hires him to write a story about their wedding because she has no mind of her own and she's like, oh, my sister absolutely loves you and you know, blah, blah, blah. So like, she's basically getting everything that Heigl wants. I feel like also too, and I don't know if this is an underlying thing, does the sister know deep down that Heigl's into the dude she's marrying and she's kind of rubbing her face in it a little bit? I no, I genuinely like don't think is. that she no? knows. No, I don't think I don't that know. she knows. I really? think that she... You don't think? I, I think no, I think that she think just likes... She move. seems like a braggart. She seems like a braggart. Check but out I, all the cool stuff that I have. I think it's even better considering that the sister wants what she has. I feel but like I don't it's think like that little she kids. Knows. Maybe not, but I think she senses it because I think she's Maybe. a horrible person. Well, yeah, she's probably yeah, she's probably a predator. But what I think is funny is that so Heigl sees um, Marsden and she's like, "Oh, I thought you said your name was Kevin because his name is Malcolm Doyle. That's his you know pen yeah, name for that. the that's his pen name for the newspaper." But so she's like, "I feel lied to. Why? Yeah, Why do you do feel you lied to? What the fuck do you care?" And then also. She says, it feels like I just learned that one of my favorite love songs is about a sandwich. Why can't love songs be about sandwiches? There's nothing wrong with that. Fuck you, Heigl. I I think there should be more fucking love songs about sandwiches. I think I was still kind of in a haze for that one. I remember the sandwich line, but it was was really... 
so then we, you know, so he was doing a piece about the, the wedding, about, you know, um, Blondie's and Cousin Eddie's wedding. And then he goes to go and uh, interview Heigl at her apartment. Oh, is this is the montage? Yeah. Here. So okay. this, well, no, this is when we see all twenty-seven of her dresses. The montage of dresses yeah. and and the trying on of said dresses. Which, by the way, he would have been in that apartment for like at least six hours because a that lot of those question. fucking things were hard to put on. Yeah. And that's six she hours tried, of high gold. She tried on all of them and and also put on like a fashion show. Like she went out and paraded around. He was taking they pictures did several of different pictures. angles. Yeah, they, they had that to was, set up lighting. That was like a whole day. That was a lot. He was in there. It was a few hours of him sitting there. Like, I don't know what he's... I hope he's getting paid hourly. I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. I would I would up my rate, wow. I think. Yeah. And then I think it's funny that little fucking stupid cheeky cock talk where she's like, I'm a really good cocker. Oh, God. Oh, or whatever. No, not the puns. Yeah. That was bad. But also, too, I have a question about this. The sister ends up... Blondie ends up with their mother's... Their dead mother's wedding dress? Yeah, so the father, Do, I think has, it, it really picks up on the Alzheimer's. The father gives Blondie the wedding yeah. dress. But Do women want their mother's wedding dress? I think that women that mostly thing? do. Really? I think that they do because I think it's like, um, it's like a generational thing and it has sentimental huh. value. Okay. My parents got married in 1985. I don't remember, I don't know if anybody knows like exactly what 80s fashion was but oh, i mean dresses, it was a lot yeah. of lace and i you know not into that no i don't so think okay my mother looked very beautiful in it um i personally would not wear it not my style the styles change that's what i'm wondering yeah. is that a thing well then we see later on she destroys her mother's dress and by the way stuff. my mother is very beautiful and she does look very good in that dress and she listens to the show hi mom <laughs> exactly so and she, you're right but she also listens to the yeah. show i wasn't trying to say you know, <laughs> yeah, um no but so what too. i what i think is funny is that so heigl's like that like pushes her over the edge that Blondie gets the wedding dress. Oh, and she's yeah, like, oh, she no, no, okay, so you just get everything. And when the sister cuts it up and makes oh, a new God, dress out of it, that's, she, big that's time. when it's like, oh, that's when Heigl goes on the warpath, man. Yeah. Heigl, like, like, like Rambo puts on the face yeah. paint and puts a bandana on. He drew first blood. Yeah, he takes to the forest, man. Blondie drew first blood. <laughs> um, what I think is funny is that, so Marsden, you know, finds uh, Heigl doing the, re- the wedding registry, and... Um, I don't understand. First of all, I'd like to pose something to you. Is it vase or vase? Because I say vase. It's vase. Okay. Unless you're a pretentious We're asshole. ruling it right now. It's fucking vase. Uh, Heigl says vase. So we know how we stand with Heigl exactly. just based on that. Pretentious asshole. But what I think is hilarious is that she predicts, she's like, you know, who broke your heart? You're like, you know, whatever. Right? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, you hit the nail on the head. And then to make him feel better, she's like, do you want to find all the ugly things and put it on Tess's registry. And he's like, okay. And that it's like, seems like fun. That sounds fun. Yeah, that seems so, like a good idea. Yeah. And I was like, wow, okay. And he's like, yeah, all right. But I was like, okay, that's the first time that we see like a fun side from Heigl. But what I would pose to the audience is please, if you have a friend that's getting married and they sent you their registry or if they're having a baby and they sent you their registry, please send us the thing because we want to add items to their registry. Yeah, we want to add I think it things. sounds fun and I want to add horrible, non-practical things so that they're like... Why'd I get this? Yeah, yeah that'd be good. Or why does... <laughs> yeah. Um, how disgusting did you think that, that, that um, Cousin Eddie Baldwin was? Because he was oddly flirting with 
Heigl the whole oh, yeah, time yeah, as well. Yeah, he called her sexy at one point, yeah. which I thought was an odd thing and to do. And he's like, any guy would be lucky to have you. You, you don't call your fiance sister sexy. No, but a, he said, because okay. he was asking her her favorite part of weddings, and she, we find out that it's she likes when the bride enters the room. And then she looks at the groom because yeah. he looks like he's, you know, so his eyes are sparkling or oh, whatever Jesus, the fuck, yeah. whatever. And he's like, so you're telling me when during your wedding, when you make your big entrance, you mean that I have to look at the groom? It's like, ew, you're fucking disgusting. You're going to be that groom looking at your fucking bride and hopefully your eyes are sparkling. Yeah. You raspy voice douchebag. <laughs> I agree. No, totally. <laughs> it's at this point, too, that we find out that the sister's exploiting Pedro. And make yeah, 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 because he's, he's cleaning, he's cleaning, cleaning George's you. apartment. Yeah. yeah, and she's like, well, don't tell, don't tell, yeah, Blondie's like, don't tell, you know, Cousin Eddie there. It's yeah. Like, what was she thinking getting, they're, they're obviously wealthy. She could have just hired a yeah. cleaning service. She was like, well, he's Puerto Rican, he knows how to clean, and she yeah. like, put him to work. Like, what the fuck kind of asshole is yeah. this person? And then, Awful. Th- this is also the point where Heigl has to go do something in, what was it? Rhine... Oh, Rhinebeck, New Rhinebeck, York, which New is York. Up, upstate a little bit. That's where the Duchess County Fair is, as a matter of fact, oh. from that what's, south of that area. What's funny is that, so it's raining, and they uh, hydroplane, and she hydroplanes and she doesn't hit into a tree or anything, which is like, wow, what a great case for women drivers Got everywhere. We, yeah. we, can, we can hydroplane. But they end up in like this like, you know, kind of seedy bar. And it's so funny because I'm, it wasn't I'm from... wasn't even seedy, really. But, it, but like, it, I think it's it meant like to a, be that way. It's supposed to be kind of like... It didn't feel seedy. It felt like where like, uh, like uh, people would go to like have it, a burger. It didn't feel yeah, like... Yeah, it just felt like... it. It felt like they that they were trying to set up their you know or you know pose that they're in the middle of nowhere. That's what it yeah. felt like to me. But it didn't feel like middle of nowhere where there would be like a, <clears throat> some guy like yay from around here and then stab you or anything like that. Yeah. It didn't feel dangerous at all. It yeah. just felt like it was just a. It felt like a small town bar, not like a yeah, not a middle more, of nowhere dangerous bar. More like bar. that. Yeah. Yeah. It just felt like a nice small town gathering bar. Yeah, but what I find funny about this scene is that, so they end up in the bar and they're drinking, and then they start singing Benny and the Jets, which is yeah. a great fucking song so anyway. I hope Elton John charged them double. I hope they did movie. too. I hope he said, you know what, I don't know guys, Not it's going to cost you twice Not enough. as much yeah. if we're going to have Heigl singing it. What I think is, and I would love to ask you this, I'm not sure what is worse. No shoes dancing on the bar, or Marsden with shoes dancing on no, the no, bar. No, well, I don't know what bar would allow Heigl's filthy feet up on the bar, but it was grossing me she right has out. Big feet. Yeah, well, I don't know. She's a tall girl. She's a tall. She's a tall woman. But yeah, they're gunboats. I'll say that. So yeah, so they're dancing and having a great time Ugh, on the comes. bar and singing Elton John. Then they get to the diner the next morning, and oh uh, James's best friend <laughs> enters. Here comes Mike Mosley. You know the guy who says, "There's a guy there who says, hey, you're the Benny and the Jetska." And he sings the song. You will see him in everything, that guy. You say, that guy kind of looks familiar. That's because he's in everything. Yeah. He's in everything. He's been in, like, he was on, like, four NBC shows in the past yep. two years. Yep, he's he even was on 30 Rock. a pilot in that show where they were stewardesses, the yeah. Pan Am show. He was on 30 Rock where he played Avery's North Korean. Scott Scotsman. Scott Scotsman. He's in The Wire in the last season. The, oh, yeah, he was the, in The Wire. The, the veteran with the hand that's oh blown God, off yeah, hand. That's right. He's in everything. I did an independent film that I wrote and produced and was in, and he was the director of this film that we brought in. Ugh. So, this poor guy, I feel kind of bad for him. Basically, we worked 18 to 20 hour days where we fought tooth and nail. 
for it wasn't his fault, but yeah, it was. Yep. So I know I know this guy well, and every time I see him, I flash back to this horrible two week period of making this movie, and I'm like, damn you, Mike Mosley. God damn it, Mike Mosley. So now keep an eye out for Mike Mosley because oh, you'll see, see him, him everywhere, all now. over yeah. the place. Because ever You're since you, yeah, ever since you told me about him, I'm always like, oh my god. Yeah. Um, so this is the beginning of the mass haggling, okay? Oh yeah, this right? is where she's going. Because off. so they're at the diner, and the waitress so oddly says, "Hey, you're the girl from that story." Because again, My- Marsden is writing a story about Heigl yeah. that she's always a bridesmaid. He has apparently asked his boss, "Hey, hold off on that because I want to tell her about it first. Yeah, the story he wrote about her with all the yeah. dresses and the, always yeah. a bridesmaid. Oh, 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 and to add more insult to injury. Heigl and Marsden had just banged oh, yeah. in the Volvo. They just had hot Volvo sex. Yeah, so they had just banged in yeah. the Volvo. I don't know if that's and a then, thing, but Heigl and a Volvo, that's like... Ew, <laughs> ew. Marsden and Heigl, well, the two of them together, is that her fault? Reprehensible. Those two together in a Volvo, that's but, not exactly... Yeah, so, she, so she's super upset because for some reason, everything boils down to a publicly embarrassing, on-display article. Absolutely, yeah, and it, it blows her up. It's like right. you know, basically the New York Times as an article on her yeah. about what a fucking loser she is, and yeah. how she's got all these dresses and, how and she saves she them, is. and she's really sad and pathetic. And now her sister's getting married. And so Marsden gets heigled as fuck in front of the diner. Heigl heigles him and slaps him. Oh yeah, right. She heigles him big time. Did she slap him or did she just oh, run she, away? She slaps him. I, all I could think of, see, I missed she's that part because I was looking at: Are they going to either drop money mm-hmm. on the table for the food, or are they going to? Take I, the food. I don't think that the waitress got heigled. I think they that ran, Heigl went off. Marsden went back in. I'm sure he paid yeah, for the food. Yeah, Marsden seems like a good guy. They both ran off and nobody came out after him like, you're going to pay for all that shit I just dropped off at the table? It's yeah. two full meals. Um, what I love is that... Now he's got more food and less Heigl now. I think it's a good deal for him. Well, yeah, I he mean, win-win for Marsden. He's got two meals he got and no some. Heigl. He got some. Yeah. He's got notoriety in this small town in New York. He's just published a successful article. Yeah. Everything's coming up Marsden right now. Now it's back to the Heigelin. Now we're back to the Heigelin. So uh, the person that gets Heigeled big time Ooh. is Blondie. Oh, Blondie. Because Blondie is trying on her <laughs> wedding dress, and we find out that she cuts it to shit and only mother's. has like a couple. Yeah, she yeah. cuts the mother's wedding dress to shit and only keeps like a couple of pieces. And yeah. then she's like, here you go. You can have these ones if you want. And so my favorite line was oh, she's like, awesome. yeah, okay, good. she's like, uh, She's like, you can't do that because I'm your. She, cause, oh, because Heigl says I'm going to tell George everything. I'm yeah, going to tell Eddie to Baldwin everything. You and hi, she's like, yeah. you wouldn't do that. You wouldn't do that to your baby sister. And then Heigl says, that was yesterday. Today you're just some bitch who broke my heart and cut up my mother's wedding dress. Boom, Boom. Heigl. That's some Heigl right that's there. Some, that's some highbrow Heigl. She got Heigl. Yeah, you she got, got Heigl big time. Heigl, that was good stuff. I yeah. like that. She stomps out, threatens to tell Cousin Eddie that oh, she's yeah. not a Oh, yeah, and now she's on a Heigl warpath. Hates and dogs, makes kids do housework for no yeah. compensation. And then, um, so we're at the engagement party where, or I don't know that's what it is. Oh, rehearsal it's oh, the rehearsal dinner. Oh, it's a rehearsal dinner. dinner. Yeah, that's the right. Rehearsal dinner. And Heigl, again, Heigl's the fuck out of the, way, the sister. Pedro's there. Does Pedro have any parents at all? I don't Does know. Pedro I was wondering mother? that too. He's, Pedro just seems when, when I think I feel like when cousin Eddie's done taking Pedro out to show him around and shag flies with him, yeah. I feel like he just puts him away in his little locker and then leaves. Yeah, I, I like, want to know what he does. I don't know, man. Because it, it, you'd think that if he's cleaning their apartment, that like the mom would be like, "Oh, it's nope. fine." 
I feel like they're just like, that mother works 90 hours a week. She's she's a minority. Don't worry about it. I feel like that's how this movie posits itself. We, we, everybody settle in with your adult beverages because we're about to have an ice cold heigling. All right. Oh boy. So the blondie gives her sister like a script. Hey, please follow this and say this about us nice at the rehearsal dinner. Yeah. And Heigl basically outs her sister to everyone that she eats meat and she hates children and she hates dogs. Yeah, with the photo slideshow. The slideshow. Of yeah. her like being like like hanging out with like dudes having them all. Yeah. Who was taking these pictures? They were all from the know. same angle. Like a photographer took them, uh, you know. Yeah. Like somebody like a and photographer like went they around with them. Were being posed for like a bad magazine. Yeah, it was really yeah. It was that's not the other good. Thing too. It was weird. So that was pretty bad because now George is like, okay, wait a minute. So you're. I thought that you were a vegetarian, but oh. you're eating these ribs with your wedding ring on, right? Yeah. And then to further this of how shitty Blondie is. Pedro gives a speech. Oh yeah, yeah. And he's like, and I love, I love Tess because she's helping me start my own business, and I'm I'm only cleaning George's apartment yeah. right now. But if you guys are interested, Boom. you oh, know what? Outer. I love his entrepreneurial spirit. Oh, he's I do excited. too. He said, hey, he's taken to a, it. Anybody needs me, I'll be in the lobby. I got business cards. Yeah, like, he's and then ready he's to like, like, Tess, Pedro. you're really cool. Yeah, he's Pedro's awesome. Shit. Now at this point, I'm like. Awesome. I thought I was so happy. I'm like, sweet. Wedding's ruined. Movie over. An hour 22 <laughs> into it. Boom. We're fucking done. No, nope, we still have 30 more minutes. Roll. Uh, no, half hour left. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They, yeah. They, I got heigled. I yeah, was the we one got, got big heigled, time heigled. But. but what I love is that like heigled kind of looks, she looks at that, uh, whatever, as kind of, um, I guess we'll say she's very regretful of it. Of, of doing that because she's of, like, yeah. okay, should I have, you know, whatever. Either way, Pedro was going to out, was going to out her with Pedro his was going to out her. He went up, he did John Leguizamo's act, and yeah. that was that. He got off the stage. And what I think is is very important is knowing your temperament as a child, like as a, from a young age, is very good for managing your meltdowns as an adult. So I think that if Heigl had only, you know, not had so much pressure to take care of her sister, yeah. that you know maybe she wouldn't have lashed out. That's a really good point. Yeah. But after this whole thing, you know, her heigling the fuck out of everybody in the room. A super heigle. Marsden gives her a free Blackberry. And I have a lot of questions about this free Blackberry. That, oh my God. I Are am... there strings attached? First of all, he doesn't. That's the most interested I am. No box, no, no charge, just a loose phone he hands her. No Is charger. Is he paying the monthly bill? What's the number? What's my carrier? Do I have data? Is this yeah. hooked up to an email? Or do you have access to this? Am I yeah. going to see all my mess? There's so many questions. Yeah. She just you... smiles and puts it in her well, pocket. Yeah, like because it, so he doesn't have her planner anymore. So it's like, okay, do you got like a bug on me? Where yeah, you're, like, what you're is gonna going to be following on? me around? But what I thought was, so then after this, like it's, it's actually only 24 hours later or the next day. Um, the dad's trying to, the hardware dad is yeah. trying to Alzheimer get dad. his sisters, the, the, his daughters back together. Like he's trying to get them to make he up. Wa- yeah, he wants them right? to be friends. So in the he has them store. meet at the hardware store and they're out for blood with each other like almost immediately. Oh, yeah. But somehow it resolves itself and she's like, you don't have to take care of me all the time. Yeah, well, this was after she threatened the sprayer with bug spray. Exactly. They She's were, trying to poison her. They were going to physically fight. This hardware store is not big big enough for two women to have a physical, for 210-pound women to have a mm-hmm. physical fight in. I'm telling you right now, if my sister had ruined my wedding and I walked in there and I saw her fresh from that, I'd be like, you're dead. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You would think these two would want to go at it still. I, I, you're dead. I'll talk to you in a week. I'm sorry, Megan. I love you, but... 
game over, friend. You're my oh, enemy shit. at that point. Cousin Eddie Baldwin yeah. has a party that he has to go to and he calls Heigl to come, I guess, help him? I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, he needs an, he needs his number two. For some big business savvy guy, he doesn't know how to print his own fucking no, speech. It's ridiculous. It's... Or tie his tie. No, he doesn't know how to do anything. He's a moron, as like everyone else in this. But everyone is this tying movie has brain damage. If that's a mark of a good woman, then I am not, because I don't know how to tie a tie. I don't expect a woman to know how to tie a tie. All right, sorry, I'm not going to tie your tie. I don't know how to do that. I don't know, expect you to. It's um, my tie. But then he says, he's like, thanks for coming. He's like, um, you know, I can always count on you. You never say no, which I love. That is fucking predatory. Well, yeah, but, you know, it was just the... the this was her they have to do this big culmination scene of her yeah. like I this is it I'm not gonna take and it anymore and she talks about how much she how much she in love with him she is was. and then he tries to kiss her 24 hours after you just dumped your sister that was dumped a her weird. sister that was yeah, weird the, the kiss was weird and Heigl wasn't into it yeah and that was that and then the, that was so he she wasn't in love with him anymore and yeah she's gonna go back to and her she realizes she's in love with Marsden her little Marsden Marsden's the guy for us Ugh. so she goes back with so Marsden. she goes and she finds out where Marsden well she tries to go to the work yeah to, to Marsden's work and find him which it's like at night so why would he be at work well all the other ones are there yeah all the, his team of lackeys is there yeah. Everybody, every guy in these movies has a team of lackeys and they're always at work got an idiot. yeah they always have an, a team of idiot lackeys that are yep. less attractive than them and so she finds him at whatever wedding that he's at that yeah. night. And uh, the bride sees her and she's like, oh, my God, you're the girl from that article. Like everyone reads the paper. But like everybody reads that section. And then she like, so she's getting married that day. But then she has time to sit there and listen to Catherine oh. Heigl's fucking tales of woe. She wants to hear. Well, it was the reception. She'd already gotten married. So now yeah, but at the just... reception, you're still going around saying hi to everyone. Yeah, but this is more important. There's a celebrity here. And then yeah, Heigl guess. goes up on the public address, goes up on the mic. Oh, my God. Which, second movie in a goddamn row that has to culminate with a public microphone speech. They can't just uh, talk to each other outside. Yeah. Uh, why couldn't it have been, uh, Kevin Doyle, can you please meet us over here by the whatever, and, and then, then boom, get Heigl, but it. not slap. No, she gets up in front of a room full, in front of a boat full of, uh, this was after her, like, Michael Jordan from the foul line leap onto a boat yep. that she could have easily killed herself doing. Oh my God. That would have been the best ending to the movie if Heigl, because Heigl tries to jump, like, from a little boat ramp onto a large boat as it's pulling away yeah. from shore, and she does it smoothly and then falls down. That's the stupid joke. But my favorite thing would have been if she leaped off and just hit the side of the boat and slid down into the water. <laughs> and that's the end of the movie. Like, Bubbles coming like up. Like in the in-betweeners when he dies off of the thing. And like, yes. oh, I think he's drowning. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what I would like to see. Bang, Some big romantic down. gesture j- being it. completely failed. And then she drowns to death. And that would have, I would have laughed hysterically. That would have been the, the best first, movie. For the first time in the movie, I would have laughed at a joke. Yeah. Heigl is spilling her guts to Marsden now. And she's like... You know, I thought that my dream guy was, uh, you know, a low-rent Baldwin, but it turns out that it's a cynical, grumpy, and impossible guy like you. Yeah, publicly you know? she says this. Yeah, so she's saying not that. Not very romantic. And... Then it does the infamous one fucking year later. Yes. Oh, and God, and Heigl and Marsden's getting married. Blah, blah, and blah. Uh, Blondie and Laurent Baldwin get back together and Pedro's there Hachacha. oh yeah and Pedro Ugh. Pedro's the most realistic character though because he's like hey Tess is looking pretty hot yeah, and he's like yeah. I'm he a year older what do you Blondie. think yeah he yeah. wants to hook up with Blondie because he's, he's horny yeah but um, it turns out that uh, 
that all 27 of Heigl's friends all showed up to her fucking wedding and, and she, they all wore the exact bridesmaid dress that she had to wear. She made them wear their own dresses that they picked out for How her. How convenient that they all fit. And they all showed up, too. But no, no. Yeah, they're all six no. foot tall and skinny, like no. Heigl, right? No, there's no fucking way that they could have worn what? the dresses because she threw them out. Remember, she had didn't them all in garbage them, bags. Though? No, she had she them all in garbage, garbage bags. She had them in garbage bags, but I didn't see them in a dumpster. She was getting rid of them. Getting rid of, but, but she the dumpster was implied. Because otherwise, they it were in just... her apartments until they crossed the threshold, being out of their apartment. They're her property. They're That's not true. refuse at all that right, point. All right, fine, fine, have fine. But they would have been wrinkled beyond wearing. She would have had to take them all to the dry cleaners, which would have been ridiculous. Honestly. Yeah, fine. Just the cost of and it. And why couldn't we see her planning her wedding? I, that was another thing, yeah. Well, we've seen her plan many weddings. That's They're just true. like, she'll pull it off. And she said Hers it was, was perfect, so and who and cares, and blah, blah, yeah. blah. And, and at the end, and then I, uh, my blood came from my eyes, and <laughs> I heard a high-pitched squealing in my ears, yeah. and I fell over. That's, that's what happened at the end of this movie. Well, that was, that was 27 Dresses, James. Wow. And wow. The, uh, the lesson that I learned is stop making your wedding everyone else's problem. Uh, you want to get married? That's fine. Mm-hmm. We're all happy for you. Uh, we would love to support you and send you a gift and celebrate with you. Here's what you do. You go to Justice of the Peace. You get a marriage license for like $76. And then you have a party at your own goddamn house where you order food or you make food and you invite people and you let them show up and leave at their own fucking leisure. No. You don't do that at all. You force people you know to wear the most horrible outfits they possibly can yeah. stuff themselves into. Yeah, we'd all love to get yourself. married in Cabo, but not Ugh. everyone can fucking afford to go to Cabo just because the you want to fucking do that. Well, let's rate it. What do you say? Let's go to the Heigl meter. All right, so we're going to the Heigl meter. And for those of you just joining us, if you're not sure what the Heigl meter is, the Heigl meter is our rating system for the movies. We will be rating them out of five Heigls. Five, five being the most punishing. Yeah. One five being, Heigl's eh. is the the worst. Oh my God, so much torture. One Heigl, not that bad. Um, I am going to give this a four Heigl rating. Really? Ooh, so bad for you, huh? Yeah, I did not. I loved it, but it was so... Yeah. I'm going to also give it four. And I had to catch, I had to stop myself from giving it five because it's as punishing as I can imagine a film to be mm-hmm. for me personally. But I thought about it, and we have movies like Love Actually still to go that are over two hours long. Yeah. So they're getting five. That's get, that piece of shit's getting five right there. So it's not as bad as that because at least it didn't linger as long as The Godfather. You know what yeah. I mean? So I'll give it that. That's fine. I'll give it four. Mm-hmm. I, I my main problem is that all of these movies are like eighties movies to me. Yeah. They're reverse eighties movies. Yeah. In an eighties movie you'd have a kind of a goofy guy, your you know, Mike your mm-hmm. Michael J. Fox character, and he would you know, he would be in love with this girl who he thought was perfect, but then by the end of it he would figure out that he really liked the kind of just normal best yeah. friend chick that he liked. Yeah, this is, exactly. This is the opposite. This it's, is like, this is exactly 16 Candles. It's the exact thing of all these 80s movies except they do them with grown women instead of teenage boys. It's yeah. really silly and this is a, a really high offender of it. Uh, four Heigels. Four Heigels. All right, so that's our uh, thing. Let us know what you guys rated it. Um, you know, how many Heigl's that you give it. Uh, and 
rate and review on iTunes, but Please. five stars would be nice. And five stars in we this case five would be five the good that you enjoy it, not yeah. like five, yeah. oh my God, it's the worst. Yeah, it would help us tremendously. It if would you help, help us the tremendously. Show. That's the um, way to do it. You can follow us on social media, and I apologize. I spelled it wrong in the last episode, and I didn't notice it until later. <laughs> well. But it's um, at you got Heigled on Twitter and Instagram, and it's spelled Y O U G O T H E I G L D. And got yeah, you got Heigled, and now you guys actually know what it means. Now you know so what, what the hell we we're figured that we did, we'd do this one early on so that you guys could understand. Um, you know, you got Heigled to the fullest, and you guys can use it as well. Uh, we're P.S. I hate this movie on Facebook, and you can email us at P.S. I hate this movie at gmail.com. You want to hit him with your social media Absolutely. and all your stuff? Also, too, yeah, we've got a couple of shout outs, too. We want to say hi to a couple of people. Uh, you can reach me at, you can get a hold of me at Jimmy P is funny on Twitter. James Petragallo, if you want to learn how to spell it, good luck with that. On Facebook, come say hello to us on there. And uh, let's give them your social media. Let's talk about a couple of people who said hello to us. Yeah. Uh, my social media is I'm Sarah Hunt on Facebook. Good luck. There's like a thousand of them. I'm at meh4 on Twitter. It's M-E-H-H-H-H. That's four H's and then the number four. Um, I don't know. I just tried to make it as difficult as possible. But uh, and the shout outs that we wanted to give on Twitter, we got Ash. I think her name is, her full name is probably Ashley. But hi, Ashley. Thank you so much. She said that we were really funny and you bet your Thank ass you. we're going to do Bridget Jones's Diary. That's on my oh, list. Boy, I yeah. fucking love that Oof. movie. So Man. I can't wait. I can't <sighs> wait for that yeah, one. Gear up for that one. Um, and wow. then also to the username Teach62. She gave us a nice five star review you so on much. iTunes. We, really we so appreciate it. that. Um, if you guys like James, check him out on Crime and Sports. It's a show about where... It's a true crime show. You do not have to like sports to like it. No. It just happens to be the athletes are the perpetrators. And They're such the fucking thing. idiots. Watch a, watch a person fall from the highest, highest heights that you can possibly watch them fall into a complete pile of garbage. And, and that's you also have a work. new show. Yes, also Small Town Murder. If you'd like a look out for that, that'll be out in the next two weeks. So please watch out for Small Town Murder, which is a, it's not athletes, it's little weird cases of murder that take place in little small towns. If you like like a Making the Murder and wanted to see more of, hey, what's up with that corrupt little town too, yeah. in addition to these that people. That sounds really cool. That's what we're going to do in some, a lot of unknown cases and stuff like that. So it'll be a lot of fun. Please give us a shot there. Small Town Murder. Subscribe and all that good stuff. Woo! Woo. All right. All right on. So we got Heigold and we, we got out. Have a good one, guys. See you See next, you next week. flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Mm.